We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of Sports Daily on KFH. Tommy Castor along with Jacob Albrocht. Jad Chambers producing your calls at 869-1240. Our picks with Paul Savage coming up in the next segment. But on the line with us right now is the one and only Trey Wingo. Trey is brought to us today by Caesar Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250. And if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 plus. Trey, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here, man. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. How are you? Doing great today. You know, Trey, it's it's not like there's anything big going on in the NFL right now, right? Of course, a big blockbuster trade last night from the Panthers uh, and the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey heads to San Francisco. And uh, it's great timing to have you on the show. Would love to get your thoughts on that blockbuster trade last night. Well, first of all, let's just talk about uh, sort of the, the familial concept here. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the Niners, when he went to the University of Texas, he wore 87. He wore 87 as an homage to Ed McCaffrey, who was a wide receiver that played, among other places, in Denver for his father, Mike Shanahan. And now Kyle makes the trade for Christian McCaffrey, who is Ed McCaffrey's son. So that part of it is, is kind of cool. Um I got to say, they gave up a ton. A second, a third, a fourth, and then a fifth for Christian is a lot for a guy that's had some issues staying healthy. Look, when he's on the field, he's very dynamic. But the best ability anybody can have in the NFL is availability. And, you know, he's had some issues over the last three seasons. So the Niners have given up a lot of draft picks over the last few years for running backs and they continue to go down that road hopefully you know it pays off for them here but that's a lot to give up for for a guy who's who's been injured a lot yeah it 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 changes the dynamic a little bit trey i think in the nfc where the eagles have been i mean i think the only consistent team 
other than yep. that, the NFC feels wide, wide open. And absolutely, if the Niners were contenders before, and I think that they probably were when healthy, this certainly enhances their chances, doesn't it? I think it does. But, you know, they have so many injuries on the defensive side right now that it's really problematic. I, they're hoping they can get Nick Bosa back to the game against the Chiefs this Sunday because they're going to need him. Look, McCaffrey's great, don't get me wrong. And the Niners know how to run the ball under Kyle 100%. But this is a team that is not in, in San Francisco, that's not built around its offense. It's built around its defense. And just to give you an example, you know, we always talk about wins and losses in terms of quarterbacks, which I do not believe in at all. But let's just take Nick Bosa, okay? Since he was drafted in 20, 2019, the first round, the Niners are 27-13 and 13 when he's on the field. In the 15 games that he's missed, they're 5-10. and 10. You could make a very compelling argument that Nick Bosa being healthy is way more important to the 49ers than Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance or whomever being healthy and starting a quarterback. Yeah, it's really interesting. This, uh, this trade with Christian McCaffrey you know, leads me to believe that we're, we're looking at a potential arms race in the NFC West. And, and we've seen the Rams uh, sort of underperform so far this year. They were in on Christian McCaffrey, according to reports, before the 49ers got him. And one of the, 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 one of the things I mentioned earlier on in the show is that it wouldn't surprise me if the fact that McCaffrey went to the 49ers means that the Rams potentially try to offer Odell Beckham Jr. more to come back to L.A. And I know that you mentioned yesterday on another show that you thought the Chiefs would be a great destination for Odell Beckham Jr. Where do you think that stands right now? Do you still think that Kansas City is a, a prime place for OBJ to end up in? Well, I think absolutely it makes all the sense in the world for him to go to Kansas City. I mean, you, you go take a look at the game on Sunday, right? And Patrick Mahomes had to be so good because the receivers are, are not getting great separation. Like the touchdown pass to Juju uh, was just, you know, pure Mahomes magic, scrambling around in the pocket and finally finding someone. Uh, O-line did a great job there. But in, in most of that game, if Patrick Mahomes' passes weren't perfect, they were going to be incomplete. Now, Mahomes is so good, he's going to have a lot of those perfect passes. But a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. would, would put a lot less stress on Mahomes to be 100% all the time. Problem is, they're not going to be the only team bidding for Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously, the Rams will be interested, and they talked about that. I talked with Les Snead, the GM, before the season began, and uh, you know he, 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 he made it very clear that if under the right circumstances, they absolutely want him back. Buffalo is going to be in on Odell Beckham Jr. But if you're Buffalo, you have, you have Diggs and you have Davis, right? So then the question becomes, okay, is Odell going to be your third guy? And that might be appealing to Odell because nobody's going to be able to you know, put their third best corner on Odell Beckham Jr. But if you're Kansas City, you can say, hey, you come here, you're our number one priority. Uh, and it just depends on how Odell wants to, to sort of view his potential future. I've heard he might not be ready until December. So, you know, it, it's – it's going to be it's going to be a little bit before he can play, but I think the market is clearly a warming up for him. It feels like as Trey Wingo joins us, and we appreciate the visit here. Um, 
it feels like a, a, what could become a pretty active trade deadline. Now, just in the last hour, the Robert Sala has said Elijah Moore will not be traded from the Jets. They're not going to play him this weekend, but they're not going to move him. But the Panthers, I think, are telling us DJ Moore should be traded from them, and, and, and he's, a, he's a very talented young receiver. There could be big-time movement for big-time teams at this trade deadline, and maybe Christian McCaffrey was just the tip of the iceberg here. Well, it's so funny. For like 25 years, the NFL debt trade deadline was the biggest nothing. Like nothing ever happened, right? It was just it was just a day on the calendar. Oh, okay. You know, a, a third tight end got traded for a seventh round pick and a conditional pick. <laughs> and over the last seven or eight years, it's been bonkers. Like how much fun the, the NFL trade deadline has been. Robert Sala can say right now Elijah Moore won't be traded, but that also might be a way of saying. Yeah, you want Elijah Moore, you're going to have to give us a lot. Like, you know, he's not only speaking to the media, he's speaking to every other general manager and head coach in the NFL when he says that. Um, And there's a couple of other big-name guys that that could be going. Like Cam Jordan, uh, I've heard, might be be moved by New Orleans. And where might he end up? So there's going to be a lot more activity. um, And this, you're right, I think CMC is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of how this is going to play out. The Odell Beckham thing, by the way, just go back to that real quickly. Like, if the Chiefs somehow get him, that's not only addition by addition, it's addition by subtraction because then the Bills won't get him. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, something to uh, definitely keep in mind as you're you know, potentially looking at what could be another rematch between the Bills and the Chiefs uh, deep into the playoffs this season. Trey Wingo joining us here on Sports Daily. Trey, I want to ask you about a couple of teams that uh, at the I think even as recently as a week or two ago, a lot of folks were thinking, yeah, it's, it's not for real. It's fool's gold, but maybe it is for real. And, and Jacob referenced one of them just a moment ago, the New York Jets and the New York Giants. We know what Robert Sala is building with the Jets. And of course, Brian Dable in his first season with the Giants. Where do you fall on both of those teams in New York? Well, first of all, um, let's start with Dable and the Giants, right? I think without question, six games into the season, and they don't give out awards six games into the season. I understand that. But I think he's by far the coach of the year because the Giants were an unholy mess offensively under Joe Judge. They were either last, next to last, or third to last in almost every uh, important statistical category. And Brian Dable has come in with essentially the same group, and you could argue even less at the wide receiver position with all the injuries that they've had, and found a way to build a functioning offense. What I love about Brian is he didn't say, I have a system. He said, what do my players do best? That's my system. And it certainly helps that Saquon Barkley is back and healthy. He is everything that they try and do on offense. But he's made Daniel Jones more consistent. He's not turning the ball over uh, as much. I I thought the week one win for them in Tennessee was massive because in that game, you know, late in the fourth quarter, Daniel Jones did the Daniel Jones thing through a critical interception in the end zone that probably should have ended the game. But then the Titans muffed a punt. It gave the Giants second life, and they found a way to go on to win that game. And if you win ugly early, it can lead to really solid wins later. Like, for example, just this past Sunday, they were playing the Ravens, and they were down 10 points. And under Lamar Jackson, the Ravens had never lost to an NFC team. They were 12-0, and they didn't give up. They believed. And once a team starts to believe that they can find a way to win, that is really powerful. So I love what Dayball has done. 
What Sala is doing is just the benefit of incredible drafting by himself and Joe Douglas. I mean, you can make a very good argument that right now, both the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year play for the Jets in Brees Hall, the running back, and Sauce Gardner, the cornerback. What he did, Sauce, at Lambeau was fantastic. And Brees Hall leads all rookies uh, with most scrimmage yards and is tied for the most touchdown passes. The Jets have playmakers on every level of both offense and defense, and they're doing it, quite frankly, with spotty quarterback play in, in Zach Wilson. So both of these teams, I mean, Zach's going to have to play better. He's going to have to play better, better for the Jets to be considered, you know, really a, a tough, tough out in the AFC East, which could be a very difficult division, unlike all those years where Tom Brady and the Patriots just rolled by everybody. But both teams, I think, have the potential to keep this thing going uh, but the Jets are going to be more dependent on their quarterback playing better. Uh, Trey, you brought up Brees Hall, and I don't know if you know this. Brees Hall played high school football right here in Wichita. He was a superstar, uh, unrecruited, well, under-recruited player, ultimately stuck with Iowa State after everybody caught on. We've seen him at every level and played very and, and paid very close attention to him. It's been awesome to watch him, but it feels like, as we observe, and to get your perspective on this, in the age of very few true bell cow three down type running backs, he absolutely has the chance to be that and could be one of the league's premier runners for a long time. Is that overestimating his ability? But it seems like it's not. It seems like that's the kind of trajectory he could have. No, I, I think you're 100% right. And, and I think with what we just talked about, with Zach, like Zach didn't play very well in that win over Green Bay. Like, he was playing through for 110 yards. Like, he didn't play very well. It was it was the Brees Hall factor. And I think because of the quarterback situation right now for the Jets, he's going to continue to be that guy going forward. Now, if Zach develops a little more through this season into a, a better multi-level passer, that'll affect the numbers of Brees Hall because everybody wants to throw it in this day and age. But I think Brees has the ability to be that that sort of, you know, uh, Derrick Henry light, for lack of a better term. Like, he's a Jonathan Taylor type back. Like, I'm a power guy, and I'm just going to run right through you. He's an angry runner. I like the way Brees Holt runs. Trey, this has been uh, in the headlines over the last few weeks, and, and it's just kind of been intensifying the, the more that we see these teams play. Are you concerned about the Packers and the Buccaneers and then by extension, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? It's not like either one of those guys are really necessarily playing poorly, but the teams around them just look to be struggling right now. So are you more concerned about the Packers or more concerned about the Bucs? I think I'm more concerned about the Packers. Uh, I mean, there are concerns about the Bucs. We'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, after the loss at Lambeau, guys, they they hadn't lost back-to-back games under Matt LaFleur ever. They've been 9-0 yeah. in those bounce-back games and winning by an average margin of 13 points. They lose back-to-back games to the Jets and the Giants. They had won 15 straight regular season home games at Lambeau Field. And they, didn't, they were kind of punched in the mouth. And, you know, in a quiet moment, like the Chiefs will never regret trading away Tyreek Hill because of all absolute haul they got for him. And the fact that even without him, they have the highest-scoring offense in, in football, even after only putting up 20 uh, against the Bills. So... They're fine, and they'll figure it out. But in a quiet moment, I guarantee you that the, uh, the Packers probably regret trading Devontae Adams. Now, their hand was sort of forced after they gave the, the fat contract to Aaron Rodgers, 
But now think about this. It's not going well. I've heard reports of infighting and a little finger pointing in the locker room after that loss. So now we're looking at a situation where maybe, maybe, uh, Brett, uh, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers retires after this season, and then Devontae Adams is gone, and then it's going to look a lot like the Packers of the 80s in Green Bay. And that's a, that's a not great scenario right now. One more for me, Trey, and it's more uh, wide-ranging. We've seen the roughing the passer calls. They seem to have worse and worse uh, ones each week. It. But but <laughs> we've also seen, you know, the, the other end of why we know those calls are being called with Tua and some of these concussion issues. I don't know what the league can do here. What What is your solution? Because they're, you know, if they review, people are afraid it will go like it went when they reviewed pass interference penalties. I don't know what the league's supposed to do because you've got two very clear issues and they so directly contradict each other. Yeah, and, and one of the problems here is the NFL tends to be reactionary, not visionary. Uh, and you can't convince me that a lot of this is a reaction to what happened with Tua. Now, they messed it up with Tua the Sunday against Buffalo. They didn't mess it up the Thursday because he never should have seen the field. Because if they had gotten it right Sunday, he never would have been on the field Thursday for the second impact syndrome. And all I ask is that these NFL officials call the rules as they're written. For example, when uh, the Grady Jarrett roughing the passer penalty on Tom Brady, they said he slung him to the ground. No, he didn't. When he was tackled, he was tackled around the waist and brought to the ground. He wasn't slung to the ground. No, he was slung to the ground. Patrick Mahomes was slung to the ground by a mm-hmm. Vegas linebacker in the Monday night win. That, that was being slung to the ground. So if you want to call – uh, be, uh, someone being slung, call it. And the Chris Jones sack, that's teaching tape, okay? He strips the ball with his right hand and has possession of it. So Derek Carr can no longer be considered a passer because you know what you need to pass? The ball. So he doesn't have the ball, and then he realizes as he's falling down, his weight is going to go on Derek Carr, which is against the rules. So what does Chris Jones do? He reaches out with his left hand and braces the impact. Like, if you showed that play to every defensive coordinator, they would say to their defensive lineman, this is exactly how you should do it. And yet they doubled down afterwards, sending in that ridiculous video from Perry Fuel saying these were the correct calls. That's bogus. Neither one of those calls were correct. I just wish they would call the play as they're written in the rules. Yeah, I think that's, you know, especially here in Chiefs country, uh, watching that uh, that Chris Jones sack, it's been maddening for um, all the fans around here uh, with that call that was made on the field. One more question for you, Trey, uh, before we let you go. Sunday night football, Steelers and the Dolphins. It sounds like Tua is on track to play. It sounds like Kenny Pickett is on track to play for Pittsburgh. What, what do you like on Sunday night football? Where do you stand on that? Well, listen, Tua – when healthy is a huge difference. I mean, they were 3-0 and with him, and then they've lost every game since the Bengals game. But more importantly, they're averaging almost 12 fewer points in the three games that they played, whether it was Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. With Tua and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek, I, I think, uh, obviously, it is, a, it is a much more likely scenario. And the Steelers, you know, God bless them, they were 10-point underdogs and came back to, and, and held on to win against uh, the Bucks. Uh, but I think it might be a call task for them if Tua's right, because they still have fundamental issues on offense and defense that are are problematic. 
Well, regardless, it's going to be a fun slate of games this weekend, and uh, we'll have you back here on the show in a couple of weeks, Trey. We appreciate you taking time and joining us here on Sports Daily. You got it, guys. Anytime. Always a pleasure. All right, that was the one and only Trey Wingo. Trey is brought to us today by Caesar Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21+. plus. Always great to have Trey here on Sports Daily. We'll have him back here, I believe, in two weeks is the next time we have Trey on the program. But coming up after the break, Paul Savage joins us. And uh, we're going to do our picks for the weekend. And I've got to say, I had a pretty good weekend last week. So we'll see how it goes this week. Our picks and much more on the way. Tommy Caster, Jacob Albrock, uh, Jad Chambers producing at Sports Daily. We'll be right back. Uh, Chad, you want to knock one of these out before you get Savage hooked up? Okay, this will be spot 92. All right, in three, two, one. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game from tons of bet types, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss one leg. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in Kansas to bet. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Is on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albra, Tommy Castor, Chad Chambers producing for us. If you missed anything from our conversation with Trey Wingo, kfhradio.com, wide-ranging wealth of NFL knowledge, good stuff there, including his thoughts on Wichita's own Brees Hall. He's as bullish on him as the rest of us are. All right, fellas, let's make some picks. We welcome in Paul Savage. Paul up in the mountain air of Colorado. How are you, Paul? I'm doing just fine. How you guys doing? But I come with you know hat in hand, and and Tommy, I just I just hope that you will allow me to to do uh, to picks today because I stunk up the place last week. I know you're ashamed of me. I know you're disappointed in me. I know you've always yeah. kind of looked up to me. But I mean, I, I let you down <laughs> this this last week, and and I apologize, Tommy. Is it okay if I try again and play one more week? Do you mind? Yeah. Well. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you back this week. Um, but I do have to say, after you know relinquishing my lead last week, I'm just happy to get it back. So that that's that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Jad, take there us through. Uh, Paul, I personally thought your picks were fantastic last week. Jad, take us through um, what what we did last week and where we stand. Well, uh, last week things were 
don't know, kind of interesting. Uh, Jacob, you went six and four. Tommy won the week at uh, seven and three, and uh, Paul. Uh, he 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 lost the the small lead that he'd managed to get with a really good week in week five. Uh, Paul went three and seven. So Yikes. basically, right now, Tommy has got a one game lead over Jacob, and and well, sorry, no, Tommy has got a two game lead over Jacob and Paul right now. All right, got let's it. We, go. we wow. can make that up, no problem, easy peasy. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's start with the early one, and it's one that we obviously has a, have a lot of interest in. KU going to Paul's Baylor Bears. Bears giving up 10. Savage, you're the Baylor guy. Tell us, can they cover 10 points in this game? Well, Tommy, I want you to join in with me. That good old Baylor line. Uh, that good old Baylor turn them line. Off. Turn them off. Forever. Down the years, as long as stars shall shine. Come on, Tommy, join in. Oh, I'm going to take oh Baylor. Lord. You can take Baylor. All right, Baylor. Tommy, your rebuttal. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to sing the KU fight song. I don't think anybody wants to hear that. Um, but I will say this is a crucial game for the Jayhawks uh, because, you know, they need one more win to make a bowl game. And this might be their best opportunity for the rest of the season. We know they have to play Oklahoma State. We know they still play Texas. We know they still play Kansas State. Uh, so they, they've got a, a, a big opportunity here with the Baylor team that is down some from what we've seen before. They're talented. I think it looks like they're going to get their, their starting quarterback uh, back for this weekend down there for Baylor. But I do like I do like Kansas. I like them. I'll go ahead and take the points. Uh, and so I'm going to go opposite of Paul. Yeah, I, I'm with Tommy here. Um, I'm going to take, and by the way, these lines all coming from BetMGM, and they came at about, oh, it was probably about 8.15 when I checked the line. So that's where we're going. If they've moved since then, that's why. But it's going to BetMGM. Right. I like KU, hey, too. by the way, before uh, I, we get off this one, hey, real quick, I, 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 feel, I feel a gallon of tea from your wife's uh, HTO coming on a bet on this particular game. What do you think? What do you think? Are you I'm up in. For a, are you up for a gallon yep, of I'm in. from HTO? I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to. I'm in on that, Paul. So we'll put that on the line. Yeah, a HTO. I I think that I think. Well, I'm obviously going to take the points. I'm with Tommy. I think this is an opportunity for KU to get a win. I just, it's going to be tricky to see if Baylor's able to bounce back. So with ten points, I certainly like it. If they can keep it. Uh, at 10 in Norman against Oklahoma. I think they can do the same against Baylor. All right, Texas and Oklahoma State. This one, I'll start us here because I'm in my real money, I'm taking Oklahoma State a little bit on the money line here. I love the Cowboys plus six and a half at home. I think Texas is good, but I think Oklahoma State still very good, and that TCU game was epic. Texas let Iowa State hang around. I'm for sure taking the points in the Cowboys. Paul? Well, I'll tell you what, this is, might be the toughest college game to pick. My heart says Texas is where it's at because of all the talent they have, but Oklahoma State's pretty good. I think I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, and here's why. Home game, playing in Stillwater. That's really what it boils down to. I'm taking, reluctantly, Oklahoma State. Okay, Tommy, you got a chance for an island here with the Longhorns. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm going to take it, though. I was shocked when you sent me this line, and I thought it was a typo because I hadn't looked at it super closely um, up until you sent me the lines. And I, I was like, wait a second, Oklahoma State is nearly a touchdown home dog? Like, what are we doing here? And, and it's nothing against the Longhorns. I just think the Cowboys are really good. Now, they had defensive issues last week. They lost in double overtime to a really, really good TCU team who I know we'll talk about in just a few minutes. But, man, the Cowboys at home getting those points i can't i can't do an island I, i'm gonna make it a clean sweep yeah it's uh, it's an interesting one i just I, it's more of a i think oklahoma state's really good it's nothing against texas i just that many points at home is I'll, I'll take it almost every time no matter who they play all right ucla at oregon this one you've got two of the top pac 12 teams you've got an interesting situation oregon's at home oregon lays the six tommy i believe you're up first what do you think well, I'll tell you one thing right now. I have become a believer in Chip Kelly and what he's doing at UCLA. Um, we've seen Oregon struggle at times. You go back to that opening week loss uh, that they had, the, the blowout loss they had uh, against Georgia to kick off the season. Now, they're better than that, and they've won some games since then. But something special, I feel like, is going on with UCLA and Chip Kelly. So I'm going to take UCLA, and I'm going to take the points. All right, Paul, what do you think out West? Another difficult game. If this was over the seven-point touchdown range, if we were talking about seven-and-a-half points, I believe Tommy would be right, and I would probably go ahead and, and take uh, UCLA. But I'm, only, I'm going to go ahead and take Oregon at home, and it's a deal about seven points or greater for me. So I'll go ahead and take Oregon, although I'm not convinced it's the right pick. Yeah, I, our, our logic is the same on this, Paul. It is the number that I like. If it were seven, I'd, I'd pause a little bit more. But since we get inside the touchdown, I'll take Oregon as well. Minnesota at Penn State. Paul, you're up first. The Nittany Lions giving four and a half at home. What do you think in the Big Ten? Well, you know, Minnesota, I don't know a ton about them. I know over the past four or five years, they've had as, as physical a front on both the offensive and the defensive side of the football as anybody in the country, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not as familiar with them this year. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch them a lot. Penn State, on the other hand, I've seen several times, and they can also still be physical in the, in the Big Ten. Uh, four and a half at Happy Valley. I don't know. That doesn't sound all that bad. So I'm going to go ahead and take Penn State in Happy Valley. Tommy? I'm going to actually agree with Paul on this one. I like Penn State. I like the points. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the Nittany Lions to uh, win and cover. Man, I hate making them sweeps, but I'm doing the same. I like Penn State. Oh, as God. I think one of my I, – I, I've got it as one of my favorites. I may actually play this one. Uh, Penn State, four and a half. Uh, I, I'll lay the points there. I'll, I'll lead us off on the next one. K-State at TCU, I think. If you've listened to the show this week, you kind of know where my head's at on this. I think it's such a clash of styles that, you know, you could see anything, literally anything happen in this game. But I think, you know, half of that means you like K-State's chances. I do think if K-State can establish itself early, that they can have a lot of success in this game. They're coming out of the bye. They're getting three and a half points. The half point it feels like could, could be significant. I'll take the Wildcats. Tommy? I said it earlier this week, and I'm doubling down on it. The X factor in this game is going to be the Wildcats' defense. They cannot afford to get into a shootout with TCU because we've seen what Max Duggan can do, and he's got Quinton Johnston 
who could potentially go off for a third straight game. So it's going to be up to the Wildcats secondary to, to kind of shut that down as best as they can. That being said, I think it's going to be tough offensively for Kansas State to match up well against TCU. So reluctantly, I'm taking TCU and I'm going to go ahead and lay the points. Paul, what do you think of the Wildcats and TCU this weekend? I think if this is a long game, then then I think it's a problem for, for Kansas State. But if they can run clock by running the football and keep uh, TCU off the, off the field, well, then they've got a huge advantage. The question is, can they do that? Part of the thing with my pick on this particular week is that, you know, I'm in love with particularly the receiving core of TCU. I think it's one of the best in the country. And because this is a home game, and because, uh, uh, you know, the three and a half scare me a little, I think it could be close. But I'll tell you what, I'm going with Tommy, and I'm going to take uh, TCU. Jacob, congratulations. Gilligan oh, my would be goodness, proud I of you love it. Point. Love that K-State Island. I'm actually interested in the K-State money line this week as well. Uh, all right, let's shift to the NFL. Lions at Cowboys. Tommy, I believe you're up first. Cowboys lay in a touchdown. Dak Prescott's return. You giving the Lions out of the bye week any chance here? You know what? I, I said it a couple of weeks ago that I don't pick the Cowboys. Unfortunately, I've got not a ton of faith in Detroit after the couple eggs that we've seen them lay recently. I know they're coming out of a bye, but I'm going to take the Cowboys. And I'm going to take them to cover. Yeah, me too. I, I like this one. I think it's one of the more popular bets of the week, which is always scary. Uh, you never know. Dak Prescott did not look good before he got hurt in the season opener, but that was against Tampa's defense. Uh, who at the time was playing really well, not against the Lions' defense. Dallas's defense is so good that I think that they can keep the necessary distance here. Paul, what do you think? Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Hard Knocks. I'm gonna go because this last season of Hard Knocks is the best I've seen in every year that it's ever been on. But with the, with the Detroit Lions, I love Dan Campbell. He's an old school type head football coach. Uh, in the NFL. Uh, do I think this is a smart bet? No. Do I have ground to make up where I need to roll the dice here and there? Yes. Here's a chance to go on the island in the NFL. I don't even know what that means with the NFL. It's like flipping a coin at times. I'm going to take the Lions basically because I need to make up. I got to make up game. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any problem with that strategy, the way the NFL's gone this season. Tommy, I'm going to let you lead this one off because it, it piqued your interest earlier in the week, and the line has moved even further. Panthers yeah, plus yeah. 13 at home against a struggling Bucks team. They just traded away Christian McCaffrey, which is, I suspect, why that line moved even further. But plus 13 at home this week for the Panthers. Let me break it down to you really quick on number one, who's playing quarterback for the Panthers. PJ Walker will be starting at quarterback for the Panthers. Their running back room currently after Christian McCaffrey was traded away is Deontay Foreman and the former Oklahoma State Cowboy Chuba Hubbard in the running back room for the Panthers. They still have DJ Moore. They don't have Robbie Anderson, but something tells me 13 points at home. I mean, come on. I think they can cover that. Shockingly, I'm taking the Panthers. I'm going to take the points. Oh, my goodness. I This, to me, might be the hardest pick we have on the board, and it's simply because in the NFL, that is an absurd amount of points anyway. I, I don't 
I'm going to very, very reluctantly, with absolutely no confidence, take the Buccaneers here because I just, I do think the Buccaneers' defense is generally pretty good. And, you know, if they can get to 17, seriously, it might be enough to cover here. But my goodness, I do not like anything about this. I'm going to take the Bucks and lay the points on the road. Paul? Boy, that's a lot of points, Jacob. That is a lot of points in the NFL. Uh, with with a lot of uncertainty, I also am going to take the points. I wouldn't do this, but 13 points, Jacob. That's a lot of points. I'll take the Panthers. All right. Uh, Giants, Jags. Jags minus three. They've been very unpredictable. The Giants, the only thing predictable about them is they just keep finding ways to win games. Tommy? Uh, you like the Giants getting some points here? Well, look, the, I don't understand how Jacksonville is getting points at home. I mean, I understand that it's only three points, and so I guess it's a, a coin flip and they get the home field advantage a little bit, but the Giants just seem like a much better team than Jacksonville does right now. We've seen flashes from Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville uh, so far this season, but Trey Wingo said it earlier this hour, the culture that Brian Dable is building, it's for real, and uh, he, he's got to be the runaway coach of the year, at least so far this season. I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants, and I'll take the points. Paul, what do you think there? I think he's right. I think, Tommy, you're right on this one. I should take the Jags because I got ground to make up. I got to be smart on this one. I'm kind of buying in. I confess. I'm kind of buying into the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. I'll, I'll take the Jags here just because it provides an opportunity for an island, and I think it's essentially a pick 'em um, with the line there. I, I think that the you know the Giants have this X factor of finding ways to win, but that also means they've been in a position to lose in all of these games too. Um, on the road, making the trip down there, I, I'll, I'll I'll give the Jags and Trevor Lawrence a shot at home. We've seen them play and look pretty good at times this year. Uh, Seahawks and Chargers, I'll start us here. Uh, this is a really interesting game, I think. Uh, Geno Smith and the success he's had, the Chargers still trying to sort of find themselves offensively. Five and a half points at home. It's inside a touchdown. I think the Chargers are a better team. Um, I'll give the Chargers a chance here. They're pretty good against the number. I'll take the Chargers and lay the five and a half points. Paul? Well, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's the, the Chargers... Uh have more upside than the Seahawks. I have very little confidence in the Seahawks right now. It, no matter how this game or whoever they play, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers and lay the five and a half. Not happy about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'll take the Chargers. Tommy, chance for an island. You want the Seahawks? Yeah, it's my one chance uh, at an island here this week, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you guys. You've written off Geno Smith, but he hasn't written back. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. I think they can cover that. Uh, that's going to be my choice written off Geno Smith. I started that conversation by saying Geno Smith has played really well. Uh, that's no, I, his quote. That was his post-game quote. Oh, right? oh like, that's right. That's everybody right. wrote me off and I didn't write back. That's a fantastic quote, by the way. I forgot about that. Uh, what a story he is in Seattle this year. It's just unbelievable. Uh, all right, let's go Chiefs at Niners plus two. Um, I'll start because there's no secret here. I kind of gave it away earlier. I, I'm going to lay the points here. I know it's a trap game. I get it. All the dangerous things about it. it. Reminds us a lot of the Colts game, right? But I think the Chiefs are going to be better defensively and healthier. I'll lay the points. Um, I'll give the two, and I'll take the Chiefs. Paul? 
this is a tough game for me as well. Uh, I'm not comfortable with the 49ers. They seem to be a heck of a, uh, uh, a heck of a, what is that? Whatever. Jekyll Thank you very much, fellas. I appreciate the help on that one. That's what kind of team the 49ers are. I don't know who the 49ers are half the time, so I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. But I want to take the Chiefs anyway because I'm rooting for them, so I'm taking the Chiefs as well. All right, here's another chance for an island, Tommy. This is a very tricky game. Yeah, I hate picking this game because, I mean, again, we talked about it all day, and, and what can Christian McCaffrey do, if anything, if he you know is able to suit up and play on Sunday? And what kind of limited package are they going to be able to put him in? Will he be effective? And then there have been flaws with the 49ers defense, Kansas City's defense. Uh, looks to be pretty close to full strength this week. That being said, I I can't take the island. I'm going to make it a clean sweep. I'm going to go Kansas City. I'm going to lay the points. All right, so we make it a sweep. Jad's got this all written down. Jad will hold us to it. Uh, very good. I don't know. This is a, this is an interesting. I definitely don't feel awful about the week. I feel I, I think I felt worse about last week. I think there's more games I like this week. But here we go again. It's always wild and crazy. Uh, Paul, enjoy that mountain air up there, and uh, you know maybe sometime you can come join the rest of us back in reality. <laughs> well, you know something. I hope not, because after all, I live my life, you know, in in anonymity. And just I just want to stay right here, Tommy. I'm going to try to give you a better run this week. I apologize for my performance last week. You're the man, Tommy. You're the man. Bring it on, Paul. And I want Bring to be it on. like you when I grow up. Okay. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, here we go. We'll come back. We've got another segment for you here on Sports Daily on a Friday. Coming right at you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, I bet we can knock them all three out. We'll give it a run. Here we go in three, two, one. This will be number uh, 100. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use toward dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. 
BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in Kansas to bet. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, here comes number 70 in three, two, one. Step up to the plate for this offer from BetMGM. Sign up today and place a $10 wager on any World Series game. If any player hits a home run in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code JACOB200, J-A-C-O-B-200, when you make your first bet. Get on the field and find out why nothing beats a win with BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code JACOB200 to win $200 in free bets if any player hits a home run in any World Series game. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in Kansas to bet. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, here comes 78 in 3, 2, 1. Hockey fans can turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Just place a single first goal scorer prop bet on any NHL game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and stay on the power play with the king of sports books. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first goal in any NHL game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Go for the goal with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in Kansas to bet. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 